This is Bernie Goldbach with Mia on Wave Radio. What a fish knows. We'll be looking at a part of What a Fish Knows by Jonathan Balcom while thinking about our own fish, our goldfish in the aquarium in our kitchen. You know, fish have an ingenious way of protecting their young. Fish know how to keep the most vulnerable part of their shoals by carrying them sometimes in their capricious mouths. It's called what, Mia? Mouth brooding. Mouth brooding includes carrion eggs or free-swimming babies. It occurs in at least nine fish families on four continents. When a family feels threatened, what does a fish do? A parent fish does what, Mia? Um, they signal danger by backing up slowly with their head down. We have even seen it in our fish tank, but only because one fish was startled. The young fish approach the parent, and what? And they're sucked into the parent's mouth, only to be let out again when the danger has passed. It looks like vomiting in reverse. Ooh, you imagine being carried around by your mom or dad when you were a little baby. <laughs> Chicklid fishes. 70% of the 2,000 known species of chicklids use their mouths for daycare. The great diversity and success of the chicklid family may be due in part to the fact that they've adapted to mouth brooding. It's probably because one can only fit so many babies inside of one's mouth that the brood sizes of chicklids are smaller than those of many other fishes. But, hey, smaller families are well compensated because they have a higher proportion of their fish surviving. Among the best known groups of mouth brooders are members of the genus Betta, and they number more than 70 different species. Some bettas protect their young in a really curious way. What do they do, Mia? They build what? Bubble nests. Bubble nests, which might be an evolutionary precursor to mouth brooding. Now, bubble nests work well in stagnant water where the bubble nesting bettas live. They keep the eggs and the developing fry together, safe and moist and close to the oxygen-rich atmosphere. But in a moving water, such as a stream, a bubble nest is very difficult to maintain. So parents manipulate the eggs with their mouths during the construction of bubble nests. So it's just a short evolutionary hop to holding eggs in their mouths. Oh, we can imagine like an ancestral fish exiled into a new stream, <laughs> living there, and then all of a sudden watching the bubbles float away, discovering through desperation that things go better if he puts his money where his mouth is. Mouth brooding also has other advantages. So a bubble nester is tied to the nest, doesn't venture far from the homestead without risking losing eggs. Mouth brooders, they can move at will. They can keep themselves and their brood safe. And the eggs are kept well oxygenated by a moving current of water over them with every breath. Mouth brooding isn't just clever, it's virtuous. What happens to a mouth brooder, Mia? Mouth brooding parents stop eating during the entire period that eggs or babies are being harbored in, in the mouth. Mouth brooding can last for how long? It can last for a month or more. Lots of mouth brooders have been known to starve to death. It even gets a little bit nobler than that though. A parent continues to take food into his or her mouth doesn't swallow it. What happens to food if you don't swallow it and you're a mouth brooder? The bits of food are instead fed to the babies while they are holed up into the doting parent's mouth. 
Yeah, that's really sweet. There's a study of wild blunthead chicklets in Lake Tanganyika. Mothers swim off to a quiet area of the lake. They mouth brood there for 33 days. They take no food into the gut during that period, but their browsing rate increases to meet the needs of their growing offspring. Can you imagine going back to the carvery line day after day and not swallowing a bit? For sheer restraint, that has got to rank among the highest in the animal kingdom. Hey, we enjoy doing these little fish reports. Next week, we'll bring you stuff about good dads and other parenting styles with helpers and freeloaders and other things. All learned by Jonathan Balcom. The inner lies of our underwater cousins, what a fish knows. Here on Wave Radio, you can stay tuned for Paul Manny, Culture Time. You might have heard Ray Renati in the green room, David Bridge, Inquiry and Curiosity, and Avi Unovich, his tech tips. Feel free to rate us on iTunes. Catch up with us through podcatchers like Spreaker. Until next week, I'm Bernie Goldbach. That was Mia and Jonathan Balcom. What a fish news. Thanks a million for listening to Wave Radio. Bye for now.